Ladies, please welcome to the stage Valerie Vygoda. Welcome. Good morning. I'm Valerie, and I am here to share with you a way to live more creatively and less fearfully. I call it peak aliveness. And I started with that song because years ago, I played it on tour with Cindy Lauper. And one day, in the middle of the show, Cindy got on the mic and she said, Hey, everybody. This is Valerie. She's a classical violinist. She plays very polite, very proper. But I want her to play like a barbarian! And she shoved me down to the front of the stage. I lifted my bow. I looked out at 20,000 people. And somehow, I didn't worry about what I was going to play. I just went for it. I let it flow. And it felt incredible. So then, Cindy did the same thing every night after that. Except, sometimes it didn't feel incredible. And I started to think, why? Why don't I feel that way every time, right? Not just the thrill that feeling of freedom and deep connection. How do we live in that? Isn't that what we're really all after, right? To spend our time feeling deeply connected and creative and to be true to ourselves and trust our instincts. The first time I can remember learning not to trust myself was when I was six. I walked into my new school and I started hugging everybody. And I was immediately told, nope, don't do that, that is too much. So I stopped and I learned the rules, right? Hands to yourself, fill in the little check boxes, get the gold star, and that worked. That worked really well in school, that worked really well in classical music, and before long, it became a big part of my identity, following the rules, being cautious, avoiding mistakes, right? I, I never wanted to say the wrong thing, so I ended up saying very little. And I became such a rule follower that by the time I got to college, my big act of rebellion, was joining the army. So it was great, it, was, uh, it got me uh, in shape, it taught me discipline, but maybe the most valuable thing that I learned there was my voice. I, as a cadet, I had to not only take orders, which I was good at, but I had to give orders, which I was terrible at, right? I mean, nice girls don't do that, right? Assert their will loudly over other people. And it was very hard for me. But I did get good enough at it to pass, 
and it actually made me into a better singer and a better musician, which led to me joining rock bands. So as a musician, I feel like the best way for me to communicate the events of the next 20 years of my life is through a musical montage. You guys ready? All right, here we go. In addition to Cindy, I played with Joe Jackson. Remember him? Is she really going out with him? Yeah. Is she really take How about this one? Yeah, that guy. And the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I toured with my own band, writing songs. I was dating my main collaborator, who I eventually married. We would write songs together, my husband and I. And then we're doing 150 gigs a year, clubs, festivals, church basements. Are we there yet? Well, since we're always on the road, let's just give up our apartment and move into a used RV. Then, three months later, it dies, and we couch surf in New York City for a year. Then, write a musical. Raves from the New York Times. But how are we going to make the rent? Are we there yet? We're having a baby. Then we're not. And we are a beautiful baby boy. Disney's calling us. They want us to write a show. Okay, so we did it. We got up at 4 a.m. every day with no days off for six weeks. We'll relax after the next one. Okay, the next, next one. It felt like we had to say yes to everything, right? I mean, how else were we ever going to buy a house? Then, my mother-in-law moved in with us. You ask me, are we there yet? This road is harder than before. We've got to grin and bear it. We're not in Kansas anymore. But if we can live through this, we get everything we wanted. If we can live through this, we will find a house less haunted. If we can live through this, we will never feel so daunted. If we can live through this, are we there Right? Why isn't it more fun? Cut. The 2014, we're writing our next show. It's a musical uh, about Ernest Shackleton. And you may or may not know, he was an explorer who set out in 1914 to cross Antarctica by land. So he and his crew of 27 men sailed from England and got almost to Antarctica when their ship got trapped by the ice, got crushed, and it sank. Shackleton, with the ship gone, he spent the next two years getting himself and his men out alive, all of them. So, for our musical version, we decided it was going to be not a 28-person show, but a two-person show, and I was going to be one of the actors. My character is an electric violin-playing composer with a bunch of equipment and a baby. I don't know why I was cast. And the other actor would play Ernest. So, We've got our readings and our workshops, and the show is starting to get some buzz. 
And we're going to take it from Seattle to several other cities and then to New York. And in the middle of all of that, one morning, my husband comes to me and tells me he's fallen in love with one of our best friends and doesn't want to be married to me anymore. Didn't see that one coming. I was devastated for months. Not only did we get a divorce, but we also dissolved our writing partnership. But this Shackleton show was still moving forward. I was still going to be in it. I was still going to be writing it. So I got down to work. And it felt awful. I didn't trust myself. I felt like an imposter. Right? I was so used to running everything by my husband, every lyric, every idea, every email. I had been seeking his approval. Right? I wanted to follow the rules and get it right. I had to face myself and the shame of that. But it didn't matter what I felt. Right? This show was barreling forward. There was going to be a million-dollar production, highly visible, and lots of people counting on me, and I couldn't let them down. And I wasn't alone right, at all. Theater is highly collaborative. I had an amazing team to work with, but I still had to generate some ideas. I had to trust my instincts, as shaky as they were. Basically, I was forced, kicking and screaming, to grow. And what I was forced into was this gorgeous, beautiful story about this amazing, real-life hero, Ernest Shackleton, who believed that optimism is a form of moral courage. So living in that story, in that mindset, for months just was a balm to my soul. So, months later, we're in the first performances, we're in uh, the climactic moment of the show, and Shackleton and my character are standing at the top of a mountain peak, and we hear in the distance this whistle of a whaling station. And what that means for us is, we're saved, we found civilization, right? And it, the sense of joy and aliveness in that triumphant moment was so palpable every single night. And I realized I was having that feeling again, right? That Cindy Lauper peak aliveness to free, connected, amazing feeling. And I realized that I was onto something. And it wasn't just as a performer and a writer, but as a human being, part of creating something wonderful, right? And that creative process involves being fully present, facing directly into your fears, being in service of something larger than yourself, and when you're doing it right, joy and fun. Which brings us back to why we're here today, right? How do we cultivate these elements into our lives? Okay, we start with the first letter of peak, which is P for presence. Presence in your body, presence in the moment. As far as presence in your body, there are many ways to achieve that. In my new course, we dive deep into physical presence and how to get there. Um, but right now, I want to talk about being in the moment. My father, an amazing jazz pianist, taught me my whole life that in music, you cannot dwell on your mistakes. You have to instantly forgive yourself and move on. The drummer in my band took it even further, right? Not only forgive yourself, but celebrate your mistakes, wrong and strong. So, if you play a wrong note, repeat it because that way people think that's what you meant to do in the first place, right? I love this, it is, oh, it's the opposite of approval seeking and it is so badass. And it makes a huge difference, right? If you are beating yourself up over something in the past, you can't be here, you can't respond, you can't do your best, you can't be creative if you're elsewhere, right? Presence matters. Presence matters in our work, 
Presence matters in our relationships. Presence is where our power lies. So, second letter of peak is E for edge. And what I mean by that is the edge of your comfort zone, where when you go beyond it, it starts to feel uncomfortable, and you don't want to be there, but that's where growth happens too, right? That is the juicy edge of resistance, and it's where we feel most electric, and it's where we feel most alive. In the Shackleton show, I play a single mom, overwhelmed by life. She's been burned many times, and she still feels like she needs a man. So, poof, Ernest magically appears, and they achieve great things together, together but then he's gone again. He leaves. And she is there at the edge of her comfort zone, being forced to face her greatest fear that she is not enough on her own. So at the same time, in my own real life, I'm a single mom. I'm overwhelmed by life. I have to face my greatest fear that I'm not enough. Turns out that it was a little bit autobiographical. <laughs> so as I was working on the lyrics for the big 11 o'clock number, we call it, right, the turning point where the character realizes that He's got this now. She doesn't need him. She can be her own Shackleton. And it's about the character going it to her edge and me doing the same thing, going from the story of a hero saving a woman to instead a woman saving herself. And she does it. And she realizes she's got this now. She can take care of her son, she can take care of herself, and she won't be burned again. Only you, yeah, why can't you? There's no savior, there's no hero When life brings you to your knees Only you can make it through This life is not an opera Brimming full of arias and reveries But still you keep on singing Till you reach the journey's end Even when your heart is breaking You gotta step up and learn to cope Stranded on the ice flow, all alone without a friend. I'll be your own freaking beacon of hope. What do you do all on your own? It's only you and Zach. No turning back when you're out in the great unknown. No hearty men, no hope of rescue. There's only you and you alone Through the ice and snow and sleet and storm With your melted heart to keep you warm If you light the fire ablaze within your soul You'll find you can't be burned again Burned again I won't Letter of peak is A for awe. 
sense of wonder, sense of reverence, feeling connected to something larger than yourself. Ernest Shackleton practiced this daily. 14 months after the ship sank, the ice finally melted enough for them to get into the open water and start rowing. So they're in tiny lifeboats. It's zero degrees. They're frostbitten. They're starving. They have dysentery. It's miserable. They don't know if they're going to live or die. And Shackleton still takes the time to write eloquently in his diary about the beauty and the majesty of the Antarctic. And even in all that misery, he was able to find a sense of awe. The crew was overwhelmed by hunger, exhaustion, misery. The chance of finding land is so remote, so remote, and yet we sail on, sail on, sail on, sail on. Where the jaws of the jagged ice pack, where the killer whales circle nearby, through the cracks and the canyons where we would be crushed in the blink of an eye. Magnificent vistas that no man has seen. Listening glaciers of aquamarine. Luminous crystalline spires of ice. And otherworldly paradise. Sun speckled sapphire seas. The breeze. deprivation and pain, and still being able to find the wonder and the beauty in the world. Right? If he can do that under those conditions, we can do it too. We can choose to be so deeply connected to what is truly important, what matters the most, that nothing can take us out of the game of our life. And it all really is a game, right? The fourth element of peak is a K for kick, getting the kick out of life and being playful. And what I mean by that is just leaning into the sense of fun and joy of whatever you're doing and away from the sense of drudgery, right? Even if it's something you don't want to do. <laughs> Cleaning your kitchen, doing your taxes. And really, even if it's something as grim, potentially grim, as going in for surgery. I have a friend who had to have a double mastectomy, and she decided she was going to bring as much joy to this scary thing as possible. So she decided to dance. Right before they put her under, she put on a Beyonce song, and she shimmied around the OR, and she got all the doctors and nurses to join her, and they had a big pre-op dance party. It went really well. She's fully recovered. And now not only does she actually have that as a fond memory for her, but also she is now carrying it forward, and she uses dance to help other cancer patients heal and be more joyful in the process. But that is a perfect, beautiful embodiment of peak, right? Of these four principles that get us out of our heads, where our society puts us every day, and into our body, 
into our heart, into the moment, and out into the world in a larger, freer, more creative, more connected way. Okay, speaking of being connected, please take out your phone. Take it out. <laughs> We're going to use it for a second. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and if any of these is a yes for you, then I want you to text the word ALIVE to a phone number that's going to come up on the screen in a minute. Okay, so would you like to feel more of what we've been feeling and talking about for the last 20 minutes? You ever go to events like this, and I, no, we're just getting started, it's the morning, but you ever go to events like this and get inspired and lit up and you're so happy, right? And then, Fast forward two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, and you're alone again, and the inspiration can tend to drain away. Would you like to feel more consistently embodied, more consistently present, more consistently able to trust yourself, be courageous, be joyful? If any of these is a yes for you, text ALIVE! And what will happen when you do is the first thing, you're gonna get a little piece of me to take home with you, a little music, a little inspiration, and the second thing is that you will be invited to be in my pilot program for my new online course, where we embody and express and practice and deepen these principles. And I bring everything that I know about creativity, about performance, about presence, about power, so we can unfetter ourselves and be more vividly alive. So this. Brand Adventure begins January 1, 2020, and this is a crucial moment. This is an amazing moment because just for you right now is this invitation to the pilot program. After the pilot, this is going to turn into at least a $500 course, but I am able to offer it to you just for an accountability fee, $97, which is enough to get skin in the game and be accountable during the process. And if that number is prohibitive for anyone, I urge you, please come talk to me because I do not want money to be an obstacle to being a part of this, right? This is a brand new program full of fun, full of joy and growth and community. So I can't wait to see you guys inside. All right, so if you've texted alive, fantastic. That means we're connected and I'm thrilled. If you haven't done it yet, I urge you to do it in the next couple of minutes. So I have found that refining, defining, working with these principles in my own life and then starting a program and a movement around peak has led me to connect with incredible people and to go to amazing, unexpected, wonderful places. And one of them was an education conference where Michelle Obama was the keynote speaker. And I was asked to create a special song for the event, which I'm gonna wrap up with right now in a second. And it's all about being present in the moment. Before I do, I just wanna give a couple of thank yous, first to the wonderful Scott and Ryan in the back for taking care of lights and sound and for hanging out with 300 women. Ryan is not only running sound, he's also my uh, new songwriting partner. He wrote this song with me. I'd like to thank Amanda Dabbs for being here with me all day to help out. Yeah, woohoo! And finally, the force of nature, Bonnie Maletto, for bringing us all together today and creating this wonderful vortex of energy. Yeah. All right. And of course, thank you to you guys for bringing your amazing energy here. I can't wait to hang out with you all day long. All right. This song is called Right Now. Here we go. A one, a two, a one, two, three, oh. 
never been a better time to take the road less traveled. Cause now there are infinite roads. They wander and they rock, and they loop and they meander. Computers cracking infinite codes. You ache for the journey. Feel your heart yearn, the spark of curiosity, the longing to learn. The past in your pocket, the present in your side, the future in your footsteps as you dance on beams of light. Right now, at the edge of the castle. Right now. Start up the climb, away, alive, hand in hand we will arrive where we only can imagine from the threshold of our time. Right now. Thank you so much.
Oh, no, you don't, girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> you stay right here. And that, my girlfriends, is how you open a show. <laughs> Valerie Vigoda. She's going to be back with us later in the program. This woman is so amazing. This extreme talent is so amazing. Take your time today to get to know the woman on the inside. Uh-oh, spoiler alert, even more amazing. One more round of applause, Valerie Vigoda. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Yes. I really love that skirt. Where do you do your clothes shopping? There's a store called New York Exchange. Oh, do we have to go to New York? It's because in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. And they have online. Okay, New York Exchange. Um, rocking the skirt. Okay. Thank you. All right, so welcome to the sixth annual Amazing You Women's Conference. I am so excited you're here. My name is Bonnie Maletto, and I am the founder of Amazing You. Oh, wow. This empowering signature event is dedicated to you, your personal growth, your business development, and we have packed a day just for you with everything you love. Now, with that said, the pace is going to be electrifying, which means fast. So, when you hear the music after the break, lunch, afternoon break, get loud, you have got less than five minutes to be back in your seat because you don't want to miss a thing. We have planned one special thing right after the other. This event could not be possible without our title sponsors. Oh my goodness. Gambretti's, Columbia Bank, Deborah Herring Studio, Posh Events, Women's Worth, Shine On Sup Yoga. Now, I had to learn Charlotte Rediger. What is that? It's stand-up paddleboarding that we're all going to do this summer together. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe we could get Val's skirt, and maybe we can get Val to come do it with us. There's an idea. Bob's Red Mill. Willamette Valley Vineyards. These folks have been with me from the beginning. Give them a big round of applause. 